Hey guys, this is your host with the most that looks like a ghost, Elliot here, and I just want to say thank you guys for uh, continuing to support the channel right here. Um, it's it's kind of fun, and it's uh, I know that we've been pretty bad with um, uploading new episodes every once in a while, and me and I are just going to do a better job of, um, of uploading episodes, and we just want to say thank you again for tuning in, and um, we got a treat for you guys. We got the second part episode of... I think I remember the, the long title I gave. It was a cavalcade of Disney Plus Star Wars show exclusives. Um, and, yeah, it's a, it's a fun one. Um, we're going to finish off talking about the shows that will be uh, published on Disney Plus in the upcoming future. And also this Rogue Squadron, which is the movie um, directed by Patty Jenkins, in which we will divulge into all of those soon. But uh, I just want to start this opening off um, by just saying thank you for the, the awesome support. Uh, we were going to have more episodes coming your way very soon, and uh, we will have announcements of when we were, are actually going to have a structured uh, schedule of when we'll put out episodes. That way you guys can enjoy it, and it won't come out like, you know, every five months or anything, you know, ridiculous like that. But thanks, guys, and um, enjoy this episode. Gambino or Billy D? Childish Gambino. Mm. I think it's taken. I, mean, I think it's. I mean, see, let me pull up the article. I don't think there's really much revealed about it other than just it has a show. Um, but um, Lando. Okay, here we go. I, oh, no. Okay. Uh, a new spin off <laughs> series from Dear White People creator. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. Um, following not because because it's you know DYP, it's, I, I have different conversation. But um, <laughs> following classic Star Wars Rogue Lando Calrissian, the character was played by Donald Glover in 2018 solo Star Wars story. But it is unclear if Glover will. Oh, it's unclear if he's going to come back. Mm-hmm. Oh, so they just kind of announced the show. Yeah, is what it seems like that. Oh yeah, this is an idea that we hope we can do, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, so like the Boba Fett series. Movie. Yeah, well, like, like the the Boba, the Boba Fett, Fett's more definitive though. True. Yeah. Yeah. Lando is like we don't even know if the actor is going to come back. True. Um, Lando, uh, I don't know. I think we can just say, I'll I'll say sure, because I don't think yeah. we really need one. Yeah. I mean, it's cool if it happens, but if this, at the same time, eh, if it doesn't, yeah. whatever. I think he's a he's he's cool. Like I liked him in five and six, not really nine, but he. I love, like he's cool. Like he like especially five. He's amazing. He's awesome. Six. There's some. I still have some issues. Like we said, um, but I, I. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think he deserves a show. I'm be honest. Are you, are you still pissed off at him because he was single handedly responsible for breaking off the antenna when he was doing that run in, de- in the Death Star, the second Death Star? Remember that? No, I'm, I'm mad about when he kind of like with him and Han. We're just like, look at you, a general. A general, yeah. yeah. Been like, like, yeah, when like, because Han, Han was kind of like, yeah, everything's fine. I've been like, yeah, that was a really dumb moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then like, Lando's like, yeah, I'm a, yeah, like, he, 
Yeah, which, that was like... Look, look, look at my chain, bitch. That's what yes. I got for betraying you, yeah. Um. Yeah, so we'll see. Um. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, no, we'll see. I, mean, I, I, I like that. He's, he's a great character. Yeah, yeah. He's, also, mm-hmm. I lo- I lo- I'm not a fan of Solo, but um, I... I liked, it was more of an impression when Childish Gambino or Donald Glover who did it. Um, it was, it was, it was an impression sometimes, but then it was his own at times. But um, yeah, it'd be, it'd be cool to see it. But I'm like, if it was like Lando and like Chewie or, or I don't know, something, I don't know, if it was something, I think with someone else or something, like another cool character, like I can't really think of at the moment. Um mm. Yeah, like I thought it would have been really cool because I, I don't know. I, I think he's a cool secondary character, but like that, like I yeah, that's all. I, that's all I really can say because there's not really much revealed. Yeah, that is true. But what what would be cool is if 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 uh, Childish Glover were to return, I think Billy D should be in there somewhere, hidden hidden somewhere, like. I know it's a bit of a risk because Billy D basically is Lando. Like (laughs) Billy D has done many like roles in his life. He's even played Harvey Dent at one point, you know, but, but. In Lego form too. uh, Yes. Yes. But if they can somehow find a way to integrate Billy D into this new show, right. Without tainting our version of what we see in him of Lando Calrissian, the original one, right? I think that would that would be a masterful way, and it would be it would be a way for the series to go on to be like one of the great Star Wars series, like Clone Wars, you know? Yeah, yeah. Maybe like more about his backstory, but I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Because or I mean, maybe, uh, yeah, or maybe go into like. Going to like um, his backstory when it comes to like the supposed daughter of Lando, like JJ left this mystery box open again for the rise of Skywalker, and I'm just like, I mean, the trilogy's over. There's no need for you to do this. It's over, done, kaput. Mystery boxing it, no way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Ray Palpatine. Yeah. Uh, no, excuse me. It's Ray Skywalker. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, of course, of course. You can just yeah. you can take the name of whoever it is that you want without any setup whatsoever. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you know the the Medichlorian Force Ghost said it was okay. So there you go. Yeah, Ben wasn't even in there to to vindicate it. It's Thank okay. Thank you. Yeah. Stupid. It's- it's so dumb. It is amazing. I'm sorry. I know this isn't a, a The Rise of Skywalker review, but oh my God, was the movie stupid. Look, you know, I will say one thing. I remember when Amy was saying that she was disappointed with the ending of the movie, which is a friend in our group. Her name is Amy, by the way. She was saying that she really wanted to see like Ray and Kylo Ren get together and be married. That would be the only acceptable way that she becomes a Skywalker. Yeah. The way she became a Skywalker in the movie is complete bullshit. You should have made it to where they got together and they got married, you know, and that's it. Well, that would have made more sense, in my opinion, because then, you know, she officially movie. is a Skywalker. But it, it's unacceptable. It, Marriage is a sin. You shouldn't do it. Wait, say it again? Well, it's a Star Wars movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, what they could have done is, like, I don't know, it'd be cool if, like, Ben was, like, Ray and said, hey, uh, he's dead. So we don't have to worry about him, but they secretly 
you know, she does like a Arnold Schwarzenegger where she has like a secret family on like a different planet and like that no one knows about until like eighteen uh, years later or whatever. When that'd be oh. that'd be cool. Like like he's back and she can prove to the res- the resisty that he's good. So I don't know. It's, it's a much better ending than that where he just dies all of a sudden yeah. and then forced. Okay, I'm gonna stop because we already talked about this. Next show. Um, yeah 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 yeah. Andor. Well, sorry, Elliot. This is the show that you're looking forward to the least, so why don't you start off with your feelings here? Son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> I don't care about these. Uh, listen, I respect Diego Luna as a character. He's awesome. In, uh, what's the, You just said it, Oscar. What's that show? Narcos. Narcos, Narcos Mexico. Narcos uh, Mex- Mexico. Um, there you go. With that. <laughs> Um, you know, I'm trying not to show my gringo side. I'm trying to, you know, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Cassie and Endor, eh, eh, like, I get why Lando has a show. He's, he's, his character, like, Diego Luna was good as him. Just the writing for him was kind of off. There wasn't mm. really, I really didn't care. Like, I like Key 2, like, like the, my problem with Rogue One was that I didn't care about the characters. I, I I really didn't. The only one I really cared about was um, Gareth Urso. Was Gene that it? Urso? No, the the father. Oh, Jack Spicer. Yeah, I liked him because it's like the beginning of the scene where he's just trying to like he was forced forced on on his own will to yeah like just to to make the Death Star and then he did it and then later explains why you know the you know, Elliot, his name is not Jack Spicer. I was doing that just to mess with you. That's a bad guy from Shaolin Showdown. Oh, I thought it was the actor's name. Jack Spicer. Sorry, man. <laughs> Sorry, man. Whoops. But, but yeah, like, that's the only character I like, Jack Spicer. Uh, yeah, that's the only character I really care about, even though that's not his name. I don't care. Yeah. Besides that, I really... I don't care. We already had rebels. Like we had something that had to do with that. I I don't really want it at all. Like we, right. I just I don't know. Like yeah. I I don't care. I really don't. Like no, listen. I, if, if Disney's listening out there, if if, if um, Diego Luna's out there, prove me wrong. Prove me prove me wrong. That's all I have to say. And, and, uh, so I do have one question about this series. Yes. What exactly is it about? Because when I first heard Endor, I thought it was going to be a show about the Ewoks. <laughs> Endor. All right. Yeah. So, because I hear Endor and I think Forest Planet of Endor. Endor. Do you feel the same way, Oscar? Wait, Oscar has Oscar. I think has I have the answer. answer. I have the answer. I have the answer to it because I watched the Investor Day. So. Okay. Ooh. Thank you. Are you so, Kanye? Do you have the answer? Yeah. So I have. I, I believe this is the correct answer. So. Based on what it is, I've, I've been doing some research on this just like right now. Um, it seems like it's going to be, if I'm in it, just to say it in very simple terms, this is going to be the James Bond slash J, uh, Jason Bourne spy character of the Star Wars franchise. So think of spy movies and put that with Andor. Um, because there's some clues because of the fact that the, um, if I'm correct, let me just confirm here. Uh, 
the uh, program creator or the guy who uh, came up with this. Um, he's Tony Gilroy, or Gilroy, who's the director of all the four films of Bond, uh, or not Bond, oh, uh, Born. Born. Yeah. So I'm if yeah. I'm if I'm my if my research is correct, this is just going to be like we're finally getting our own spy of the Star Wars franchise. So I'm a pretty I'm, I love spy movies. I'm I'm a huge James Bond fan i love all i'm excited for the for the last one for daniel craig that's coming out uh this upcoming year oh yeah um, the one with Billie eilish yeah um oh, I, i'm excited for it uh but i mean i don't know i don't know how they're gonna how they're positively going to um like i mean make, make it work make, make, yeah make this work because yeah. um it says it says here, based on uh, ScreenRant.com, it says it says that when the series was originally announced in 2018, though StarWars.com did share a, a, a logline for the series, it said the rousing spy thriller will explore tales filled with espionage and daring missions to restore hope to a galaxy in a grip. So yeah, think of Mission Impossible. Uh, this is based on what it said in 2018. Probably they'll probably change the storyline. I mean, if they're going to make it into a spy film, or spy spy series, sure. I, I, I'm I'm pretty indifferent about it because I I have mm -hmm. I have other spy movies that I can watch and be fulfilled with, right? So yeah, yeah, that's that's true. And um, given that Andor is not going to make another appearance in in like the the original trilogy timeline, I mean because he's dead. I mean, <laughs> this is this is yeah. This is probably going to take place. It's probably going to take place like. Like I think during Order sixty six, maybe, maybe something like that, or or no wait, he's a kid back then. Yeah, when when Rogue One happens, he's around what in his twenties, thirties, around there. He's a young, he's a young lad, he's a wee lad. But I don't know. I never really got spy vibes from Cassian. I always got like smutton, like Hispanic smuggler from Narcos version because Diego Luna is in Narcos. That's what I got. That's the vibe I got from him. But. Yeah, he plays the iconic drug lord from Guadalajara. Yeah, I mean, we'll 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 see. We'll see what uh, I, I'm I'm I I think I think I'm this is the problem. I avoid series because of the fact that I become addicted to it after the first episode usually. Um, and I think that after I watch the first episode, I'll probably fall into it. So I'll think about it twice. I'll I'll, I'll see some reviews first, make sure it's not spoilers for me, and then I'll probably watch it. Probably, who knows? Yeah, I'll probably watch Elliot together. Yeah. yeah. No, nah, you know, nah, I'll I'll give it a chance. Yeah, I, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll probably I'll watch it because I love Star Wars and I'll see. I don't know. The thing I just don't like. One of the things I I I, I there's so, so many problems with Rogue One for me. The thing I didn't like was the way he. I like the idea of when he died, but the thing like when the whole blast happened and then like it was kind of emerging and Jin and um Cassian had like this relationship, merge, like a hug. This thing that made no sense, like Kylo and Ray out of the blue, um, when they they brace each other, I'm like, it was a good moment. And they brace each other, the way for impact. Then he opens his eyes and they die. <laughs> no, I don't want to see the last thing like him going, huh? and then boom, like, <laughs> like away. Uh -uh. Sorry, I just did like I just that that was just the weird the editing. Uh uh, like uh uh, uh this the. the mm -mm. That's just one of the things I always think about. Something really stupid that I just said, but I don't care. Oh, no, you got a point. But 
by and large, like Rogue Rogue One hasn't really gotten better or worse in my opinion, but I can either take or leave Andor. Like I hope it's great. I'll give it a shot, but I'm just I don't know. I don't think I can. Uh, I don't think it's not my first choice. That's the thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, my body, my choice. Um, let's move on to the next one. The next one is Rangers of the New Republic. That could be something really cool. Yeah. Um, I like clone shit. So, as I can see, you know what I'll do? Um, I'll combine this and Ahsoka because they're, they both take place at the same time. So the Rangers of the New Republic and Ahsoka, uh, you know, let me just share my screen. Yeah, let me see this. Please. Because I know some of the series, but I don't know all of them. That's why I needed to ask for clarification on Andor. Because at first, I thought at first it was Endor, because I was like, oh, yeah, fucking Ewoks, let's go. <laughs> That's what I thought, too. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah we're going to have some Ewok action, like them punching each other and whatnot. And, but then I, a- I looked at it clearly. I put my glasses on, and I'm like, oh, wait, what? Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's not Let's a Buddha Bear Workshop um, horror nightmare. Uh-uh. <laughs> but but um, the Range of the New Republic and Ahsoka, direct spinoffs of The Mandalorian. Um, is it funny how it's a spinoff of a spinoff? Yeah, yeah, that, that's some weird shit. That, <laughs> yeah. Um, so these shows, um, uh, when you think about it, Ahsoka's a spinoff of a spinoff of a spinoff. But anyway... <laughs> Inception. It, it, yes. it, um, so the latter will star Rosario Dawson in the title role she originated on The Mandalorian, and all three shows will intersect, uh, intersect in a climactic <laughs> story event. Um, there's not really much revealed, according to this, by Variety um, about it. But um, if it's connected to The Mandalorian, that would be something really cool. They're saying that they're going to uh, intersect for this big story that they're going to do, which is going to be freaking cool. Yeah. I, I, I see um, – uh, uh, what's her name? Um, no. Um, crap. Um, she was a, she's a Mandalorian for the first two seasons. Um, Gina Carano? Yes, her character. I love her. Yeah. Yeah, Angel Dust and, and Deadpool as well. Um, yes. I think she's definitely going to be in it. I think she might be the star of that. That's what I think. I think it's going to be about that. Um, I don't know. I, I I don't know. I don't have any feelings. What about you guys? Uh, I have no idea. I think I, – I hope there's a lot of, like, um, what do you call it? Space battles. That'd be cool, you know, just, like – I mean, when I think of Range of the New Republic, I think of just like them bunch of X-Wings just fighting a bunch of uh, who knows whatever evil there's around. <laughs> so probably it could be probably like a police a police movie too. It's like uh, cracking down on crimes and criminals and stopping them or whatever. I mean, Law and be, Order Tatooine. Yeah, yeah, like Law and Order. Yeah, it could be something like that or or cops. They make it into a bad boy. Bad boy. Bad bad. That'd be pretty cool. And they make it to like they they make it they make it like uh what do they um ah shoot like a documentary yeah like just something that they're just like falling around and they, they treat it like cops basically that'd be yeah. I think that would be pretty cool but probably that would be funny that would be awesome. 
Yeah, that would be actually hysterical. <laughs> that. And they see that blue fish guy like, no, 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 I didn't steal this. I'm not. And then they're like, you know, next time, don't skip life day. And then they, they put him in a car. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, I got a better one. They catch the guy selling test sticks. Yeah. It's like, what you doing out here again, oh, man? What are you doing? He's a drug lord. <laughs> yeah. That's they the, the Narcos of Star Wars. Yes. Yeah, that guy who goes out, you want to buy some death sticks? Uh, I don't no want to sell me this. He now just has I'll a drug empire of death sticks. Or he probably becomes the counselor because he told Obi-Wan told him to go rethink his life and he probably like they make it in the series and they captured like the the like drug addicts and all those like drug lords and they they sent him to like counseling and he's like the lead counselor telling them how they should rethink of their lives like a former Jedi once told me I needed to rethink my life. I'm in here. Once him become a pastor of the willing or something like that, you know. It becomes yes. like a uh, celebrity rehab um, kind of thing going on. That'd be funny. True. Oh my God. Get a space kid rock in there, man. That'd be so cool. Yeah. All right. I don't, I don't know if anyone else has something to say. We're going to keep going. Ahsoka. Anything with Ahsoka has an has an approval from me because when she was sixteen, I didn't want anything to do. But now that she's older and she is much more mature, she has grown into a very strong, very independent character, very beautiful character who stands by everything that she believes in. Especially in the last episodes of the Clone Wars, where you know they all squatted against her and she had to come out on her own. She's really grown as a character, if you ask me. Like, she's I'm sorry. I have to jump in because how the way how Andres is, is making it sound like it's like when she was 16, I did not want to date her because I know yeah. it's against the law. But now that I know it's a felony unless it's in the United Kingdom. That's what it sounded like. like yeah. You are sick. <laughs> That's the way you made it sound, though. Let's be real. It's like when she was 16, nah, 18 years old, I. Because she was obnoxious and she, she didn't grow up yet. Yeah. Uh, I have to admit, like, by like season four, like when she, when she, when she grew up as a person, okay, um, her character definitely developed. Like it yes. developed more. Like by season oh. four, it got a lot better. Like season four was a lot, and 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 five, especially the arc where like the Jedi Council thought that she was the one, the the per, the um. Uh, what was really Barris Offie who was what, what, I forgot what it, what what was the thing that happened in Coruscant with her that she got arrested for for killing someone? Oh, she for was, that for that bomb. Right. Yeah, she was right, a right, 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 right. They, they thought that she did it, and then turned out, and then like they were gonna go for it, and she's like, nah. Which is a great plot twist. Which it it is the great the great thing about the Clone Wars is that it, it showed the gray area because we're like, you know, when we're kids, we're like, oh, Jedi good guys, set that, and then we're like, wait. Okay, so Jedi are bad sometimes. I would yeah. like to see, and, and since I'm saying this, I would like to see a show where the Sith get it right. Or oh, yeah. Star Wars where the Sith, like Emperor Palpatine says, I was right all along, or something like that. Well, that's not Palpatine, that's like Hux on Death Sticks. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, that, that's it. So you guys, you guys talk. Well, I think, I think it would be good because, I mean, now we know that because yeah, we were kind of confused. I was kind of confused when we watched when I watched the the Jedi episode for Mandalorian. It's like, oh, where's your master, Grand Admiral Thrawn? And I'm like, 
Uh, this this is going to have another villain too, with like alongside Moff Gideon, and then it was confirmed that she was going to have her own series, and so it's great. It's good. It's good to see that we're going to have a, a legendary comic, comic book, you know, villain co- coming back to live action, and to have to see who's going to play him. I, I'm actually, I'm actually more intrigued to see who's going to play him. Um, yeah. Uh, it's got to be, it's got to be someone who's wit, and then it's going to be like an excellent villain, just like Moff Gideon was, uh, <laughs> or still is, obviously, because he's still playing, but. Right. Uh, it's going to be a good series. Uh, I think Rosario, uh, Rosario Dawson did, I think is, she's a, the perfect person to play Ahsoka. And uh, they haven't, I just hope they don't disgrace her, right? Because I think Star Wars, or many of their characters, they're, I think she's, um, she's one of the very few beloved female characters, just like, yes. like Leia and, right. and, uh, and, Aside to some <laughs> so, <laughs> I would definitely say more Bo-Katan for sure with that one. Yeah, Bo-Katan is another Bo-Katan. one. Uh, and Duchess of Satine. How can we forget about Duchess of Satine? And and Sabine and uh, Hera from Rebels. Yeah, not, yeah. And we're, listen, we're not just naming like, oh, female characters we can think of the top of our head. No. Just, over time, are... we, like, you can see it, like, there's not that much... Um, representation for just women in general until eh, Ahsoka really helped out. Um, mm. I mean, there was Padme, but, you know, it was just, oh, she, you know, she, she was, she's important in the story, but it's just like, oh, because, you know, she's the wife of Anakin. Like, I like that more and more as the series came, we saw more female characters. And that's something I yeah. like. Yeah. Like, I want, yeah. like, I hope Rangers of the, Repu- uh, the New Republic does that. I hope it does that with just all the series in general, because that's something that it, like original trilogy. Like I saw a video that was like, um, oh, it was like female um, screen time for female characters besides Princess Leia of all three movies. It was like yeah. five six minutes. Yeah, all three. Yeah, movies. it was. That, that that's that 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 that's not cool. <laughs> there there needs to be. I want more like more uh, uh, of that, you know, because you know. Yeah. Bring some and Ray, and Ray, that Ray is not a good character, so that's why I didn't. Like Holdo or yeah. Rose. Holdo or uh, I like General. I wanted to like Rose. I, I can't. I just uh, uh, Rose was okay. I mean, okay. the truth is, she was all right. And the but overall, yeah, like like um, yeah. Yeah, she was okay. Yeah, overall, she was okay, but I definitely do want to say on this note, like, to just Star Wars in general, like, don't just create female characters for the sake of making them female. Yeah. Actually make good characters, good female characters, especially, period, because you've done it before. You've naturally made characters like Ahsoka. You've naturally made characters into the story like Bo-Katan. You've done this before. Like, don't make more roses and rays where you just kind of spring them in there for the sake of female character. Make them actually have their own meaning and their own character. Because yeah. I know with Ray, you wanted to have that. Or Star Wars at least wanted to create that. But they just really fumbled. Like, yeah. Force Awakens was a great potential for her. And, like, honestly, yeah, it was great to see her. But it's just the way they wrote her, which was honestly horrible. We didn't see the characters honestly struggle enough. We weren't able to relate to them enough. But with characters like Bo-Katan, characters like Ahsoka, we've seen them struggle. We've seen them from the beginning. Bo-Katan had the Darksaber. She had her glory and moment in 
in the Clone Wars. But then we yeah. see Mandalore fall apart, and the and the age of the Imperi- of the Empire begin and completely just wreck Mandalorians and wreck everything that she wanted. And we see how the character is growing now and progressing further through Mandalorian. Yeah. That's what I, I want to see more of, personally. Yeah, like... Do it, Kathleen. Yeah, Kathleen Kennedy. Uh, no, I agree. Like, yeah. There's, there's a lot wrong with, with, with Rey as a character. And, you know, I thought that she really did a good job with her. It's oh, just, yeah. She was an amazing actress. Yeah, I just think the writing was off. Especially for, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, um, yeah. But with Ahsoka, um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm, I don't really have enough to enough more. Well, the cool thing is that Dave Filoni, I think, is I think he's a showrunner, which is great and because he created Ahsoka, think, so it's awesome. Yeah, and John Favreau is coming back too. John Favreau and Dave Filoni. Yep, yeah, yep. Let let uh, let the daddy take care of the daughter. Hell yeah, hell yeah, daddy's home. <laughs> No, that's Asajj. Oh, yeah. That, but uh, Ahsoka, yeah, I'm so hyped. Uh, it's it's going to be very cool. It's going to be very entertaining. And most of all, it's going to be very legal. So it's all good. Oh, my God. <laughs> See, we knew the truth was coming around. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then we see, like, the cops come and bust down Andres' door where it's like, Wait, that we, got him. we got him. We got him. <laughs> it's like... FBI open. <laughs> down from my ceiling. That's gonna be part of the. That's gonna be part of the the, the series. So the, uh, one of the episodes is gonna be Range of the Republic with the cops version. They're tracking down uh, Andres. Heard <laughs> <laughs> what you said in that podcast. <laughs> hey, listen, I'll take it. The fact that we're in a Star Wars canon, I'll take it. So yeah, I'll take yeah. it too. I'll, I'll, I'll personally it. go in and and record the lines myself. I don't care. I will. <laughs> awesome. All right, before I just gets arrested, let's move on. Uh, so we only have like a four things left. Um, so what's left is um, this thing called visions. Uh, visions um, is let me start, share my screen again. Um, this one I'm kind of eh, about, but I'll let you guys decide for yourself. Um, yeah, let's see what it's about. So Star Wars, uh, uh, though we're talking about Star Wars. Um, Star Wars Visions, an anthology collection of short films set in the Star Wars universe from 10 different Japanese animation creators, which will debut in 2021. So not really. Oh. Yeah, so not really, I mean, not really much revealed. Um, I don't know. I, I, I. I don't have any opinions yet because there's nothing. This has a lot of potential. I will say that. I'm digging this. I'm digging this. I'm going to keep my eye out on this because this intrigues me. Mm. Do you you guys think this is going to be like the anime version of Star Wars? It could be. That's what I think. More animation. I'm not not the biggest... um, I'm not the biggest anime fan, but I think because, but I do know, I do know, obviously, based on how many people I know, there's, there's a huge popularity of anime fans, like all over the world. And I think, and, and if you can combine that with the amount of Star Wars fans there is worldwide, I think you can make a lot of success, you know, <laughs> talking about like revenue wise and like in everything and, and making good stories and, and it's going to be short films. So um, it would be kind of interesting. I I think this would be interesting. And this would probably be like 
one of the very few anime things I probably like. If it, if it were to be anime, I'm just assuming because it says Jap ten different Japanese animation creators. So I'm assuming, but I think it would be a, a great opportunity just to expand a little bit more, even culturally, worldwide. Yeah, yeah, it'd yeah. be really cool to see what these what these creators have in store. Maybe they can bring some uh, something new to Star Wars, which would be incredible. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. I'm so down for this. Star Wars Visions, very good. Very good. Short films, original stories, please. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Next um, is a droid story, which is another animated series from Lucasfilm yes. Animation uh, that will, uh, that is a R2D2 and C3PO are teaming together on a new adventure. Hell yeah. I do. I would. I would. Yeah. I want to see more of the homosexuality right there. Hell yeah! Yeah, yeah. About oh, by the way, for anybody who doesn't know out there, including Oscar, oh, it, yeah. maybe we'll do like a recap. But um, so they're not because this people are joking that they're you know a couple. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. How about you? How about you continue this? They're homosexual. No man, you. I think you guys ruined my my perception on on those two. Now now I'm gonna think they're a gay couple now. I am no, not, not a gay, gay couple. No, That's, gay that, couple. I was just making the whole reference pretty much is that we were doing a podcast episode about like the the OG six movies. Yes. And we were talking about the like the dichotomy and the relationship of C three PO and R two D two, and then we got into the point where people were like parodying them being like a gay couple and stuff. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's not called being gay. It's called being homosexual. Oh, homie. Oh, homosexual. Homosexual. Because you know they're tight like that. Yeah. Why do you think they've been through some shit together? Yeah. I think. I think. I think this. This. This would be fun. I think this is. Uh, I think this is like a Star Wars childhood dream, right? Just to just have a little bit more fun with those two, and I think they're by far one of the most dynamic characters in I think in cinema history because they're just, and, and it's funny because you don't. You don't understand one of them, but the other one speaks for him, right? When they're, it's it's cool because you're, right? He, he like three like PO asks a question to 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 R two, and then he answers, and then he just responds by saying the answer what he just replied to. And I think there's just a really good good chemistry between the two. I think it would be fun. I think I think it's more going to be comedy, like that'll be like yes. a little bit comedy animation between the, the for the for like the viewers. So that'd be good. I'll, yeah, I'll man. Yeah. yeah. I hope it takes place between like not a timeline of like um of three to four or like five uh, six to seven. Like do it during the sequel trilogy when like make some some use out of that sequel trilogy. Yeah, that's like, true. They're barely yeah. in it at all. Give, yeah. Give. What what was up with that red arm that three PO had? There was no use of that at all. And he speaks Sith. <laughs> he, yes, he speaks, he speaks the language of the testicle. No, yeah, exical. No, yes, of the exical. Oh, yes, sorry, my mind was somewhere else. Yes, exical. Yeah. You got to keep my, your mind here in reality. We know Ahsoka's got you a little excited. My theory. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just. Oh my god. My theory. My theory. You need to for talk this. to Oscar, the psychology major. My my theory my theory for this uh what, what was it uh, what's it called the droid story uh, yeah droid story yes my theory is gonna be since it's gonna be based on on those two knuckleheads it's gonna be it's gonna there's gonna be some romance and I'm gonna put the romance on 
R2. Arch is going to have romance with some other droid, and it's going to be great. And they're going to have kids. Oh, yes. It's going to oh. be like it's going to be like a comedic love film. Yeah. <laughs> is this a rom-com? Where they profess their homosexuality for each other. <laughs> oh, my God. Perfection. All right. So next we have Acolyte. Um, is this the, the penultimate choice? This is the penultimate choice. Okay, cool. cool. And everyone is, like, everyone is like, thank God, this is almost over. Yeah. But uh, – so the uh, penultimate choice or the Pinocchio choice. Um, Pinocchio. 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 The, the acolyte, uh, you know, as we're talking about um, female representation, um, the acolyte is a female-centric series built as a mystery thriller set in the final days of the High Republic era. So, oh, I, should, oh. I forgot to share my screen, but it doesn't matter. Um, so, um the High Republic is new because it takes place. It's like when the Jedi are in their prime, because that's when Disney is creating like a new comic books and she, uh, a series. Because um, High Republic is now they started publishing books and and comic book series, which I gotta start reading. But it's supposed to be like I don't know. Like I wanted Old Republic. Just do the Old Republic. Why it has to be the High Republic? Just do it old, then high, then yeah. But I, I agree. I think Shaggy yeah. agrees with me, right? Yeah, Shaggy agrees with me. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I mean, I haven't really. I, I don't really. I, I shouldn't form an opinion on the High Republic because I never read it at all. But um, mm-hmm. it's taking place during when the Jedi are in their prime. Yeah. Yeah. This, I I'm not familiar that much with the High Republic either. Nor like I think the, the Acol- is the Acolytes a new thing or is it based on comics? Is this a wholly original thing? All original. Original. Okay, well. Okay, let me put it up here. Okay, this is from the Star Wars website. Let me, okay. Because, yeah, this is new. This is, like, something that they just announced, like, this year, the year before. Okay, so let me share my screen because I'm on the Star Wars website, so it explains it. Um, Oh, no, I don't want to stop recording. (laughs) No, you don't want to, you don't want to pull a cat. No, no, I don't. don't pull a cat. No, 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 no. I didn't screw up, but I did. Okay, so um, Star Wars, The High Republic, um, <clears throat> for anybody out there, including these boys. So, the all-new era of the glorious High Republic, the noble and wise Jedi Knights must face a frightening threat to themselves, the galaxy, and to the Force itself. So, it launched... Oh, it launched... Okay, so it hasn't... Okay, so it launches... In 2021, with original stories spanning a variety of books, comics, and beyond. Oh, heck okay. yeah. Wookiee Jedi? That's what I'm oh, talking about. Yeah. Damn. There it is. Wait, was that a dark saber I just saw? Let me see. That is? That is? I think that was a dark saber in the corner of that image. That was very no, I think interesting. That's a, that's a windshield wiper. No, it was like in one of the previous pictures, like of all the Jedi and stuff. It was a dark saber. Oh, in that I thought that this person here. I'm like, that's a they're cleaning the window. No, that, that is that is clearly a very, very a very beautiful young lady. Okay. You see that in the in the right hand corner? Oh, that looks like a dark saber. Okay, yeah, that could be one. Look that's at that dark saber for sure. Yeah, let's watch. The, let's watch the announced trailer. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Let's see, let's see. Acolytes, acolytes. Lucas Bill.
Yes. Oh, my favorite movie. <laughs> Attack of the Clones. <laughs> <laughs> We're finding ourselves at a very exciting moment. Okay. Oh. We're at a place of what's next for Star Wars. BB. Ew. Gifted. For the creative potential of the Star Wars galaxy. Oh, this is. What if publishing was more of an? Oh, it's just kind of like a story about movie. Their imaginations run free. Oh, nice. Very different things about Star Wars. We all love Star Wars, but we're all coming from very different places. Can't mess up then. Yeah. For everybody to just throw things out there. We've all done. This is unique. Older. I love that last name. Older? This is named Older. Star Wars, we gave them essentially a blank slate. Yeah. 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 Star Wars isn't just about Jedi, and we will tell stories. Oh, that's a cool-looking lightsaber. Hell yeah. yeah. The threat and the tension really comes from the Republic's borders, because the Republic does not extend from one side to the other. I get this guy off the script. Okay, good. We see a different kind of Jedi that patrols the frontiers. It is more of a Texas Ranger. Texas Ranger? Ranger. Oh, dude, okay. The same way that you would with an April movie. Oh, cool. Yes. Oh, IDW is awesome. Yeah, IDW is nice. <laughs> Jar Jar. No, I'm just kidding. That is. Was that a was that a Gungan? Wait, let me let me go back. Hey, there's Gungan Jedi's. I'll believe it. Yeah, Gungan. Me so excited. Yeah. That looks like Darth Jar Jar. Yeah, it does. Man, Darth Beans. It's gonna. It's dude. That fan theory is gonna actually happen. It's going to. I want Darth Jar Jar to happen. Confirmed. Yeah. Look at this. It's like Darth Vader, Darth Vader Jar Jar. Yeah. Yeah. Darth Jarder, Jar Jar. Jar Jar. Yeah. Wait, I'm trying to hit play. What's going on? Darth, Darth Misa. Darth Misa. Darth Misa. <laughs> so this is set Darth... uh, 200 years before Phantom Menace. Okay. Oh. Darth Dudu. You saw big Dudu this time. Oh. <laughs> Story starts with what we're calling the great disaster. It wouldn't be the great disaster. And there's definitely a 
series of events that will spin the galaxy into a dangerous new direction, and it'll give the opportunity for Chris to rise up. Heck yeah, look at that Wookiee. Do we? This is definitely going to be a story for every Star Wars fan. It's really fun. Dude. Readers on their tokens. This era is life for storytelling. The Eureka moment was the question, what scares the Jedi? And that made us all go, ooh, something wicked is what comes. Yes. Okay, so... This is Okay, wow. so I'm confused because it said it was starting in 2021. Then it said, "Here's some books to read." Yeah. I mean, I, okay. Oh, here we go. Is a live event happening? Four days. Four days. So that's all right. So it seems like it's going to be like a multitude of things, where it's going to be like books, comics, a little mini series. Right. They're they're just kind of like going to make this a little creative set of short stories to show like 200 years before The Phantom Menace. Right. It seems like a cool concept. And, yeah, it does. And Acolyte it, will take place during this era. So I'm excited because this is like yeah. new original Disney Star Wars. So this yeah, is this is comic. uncharted territory. Yes. Exactly. And they're smart. It's a good marketing tactic because it's like, hey, you have to buy the books and then keep understanding what's going on and then you have to Acolyte. Which, you know what, I, I will do because, you know, shut up and give me my money and, and take my money. Yeah, so I just, I'm just curious about the books series. Uh, okay, so this is the Prime of the Jedi Order prior to the events of Phantom Menace during a previously unseen era. Okay, so, okay, the High Republic is set to launch 2021. Uh, it's compiled a guide to the first books and comics. Um, okay, we can, do this another, we can do this another time, but... Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think we can do a separate episode. You know, we can do a separate episode about this. Yeah, holy crap. New territory. This is going to be so amazing. Freaking finally stop biting off the original trilogy. Just make up your own stuff. That's what it's about, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's Acolyte, pretty much, in a way. So, and then. Um, I, I can like it. Yeah. I actually kind of like it, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's going to be good. Uh, I'm I just. I, I, I like I said, I'm an I'm an action guy. That's why I love Attack of the Clones, uh, because there's just a lot of action. I know the story plot is terrible, but uh, but the action is amazing. And I just hope that you know, with 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 this series, there's just a bunch of Jedi action because that's what we need. Well, that's what I need at least. Yeah. And it'll, be, it'll be interesting because there's no Sith apparently because the the Sith um because uh, as um, my Swindu said in episode one, he goes like the Sith is we defeated the Sith like thousands of years ago or whatever the time was for a millennia. Yeah, right. So this is like so it's like oh. what is their enemy? Yeah, I actually have an idea of what it could be. It's not the Sith exactly, but Jedi going dark, meaning Jedi is a, that the Jedi are experimenting maybe with ancient artifacts that they found to the Sith and like oh this is interesting and they start messing with it. And it's this own little group of Jedi that started kind of making that happen. And the Jedi are like, oh, no, 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 this is going to be a great... And then the great disaster happens. Where, like, the Jedi separate off and it's like the dark Jedi wanting to pursue all of the Force. And then the light side of the Force, which is what we kind of know, which is like, no, only the light side and only the light side. And then we can have some detractors who just flip the middle finger to both sides and then just do their own thing. The great. Yeah, that could be yeah the great Jedi. More great Jedi is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Ah Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Yeah. But yeah, no, that that's it. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I 
I was kind of like, oh, whatever about it, but I'm not. I changed my opinion. I'm, I'm actually going to buy the books and, and be a simp for it. A simp? A simp? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm desperate You're for more. You're just going to avidly keep your eye on it and see how it grows. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, Let's get the so, word simple from there. Yeah. So um, now there's the last one, which is um, um, Rogue Squadron, which is the movie, not a series. Um, mm-hmm. And I'll share my screen uh, once more. Yes. Um, Patty Jenkins directing. Uh, yep. Uh, really shaggy with the director, apparently. Here, hold on. All right. Um, okay, so the biggest surprise uh, was Kathleen Kennedy announcing a slate of 10 Star Wars series. Oh, da da da, we already said that. Uh, okay, so 2023, when the next feature Star Wars opens in movie theaters, Work Squadron, uh, the ratio will have not only flipped, just toppled the scales. Okay, so there's not really much revealed about Work Squadron, it seems mm-hmm. like. It just seems like it's kind of like Lando or like um, a droid. Just seems like, like this is the show. So, um, yeah, I, it'd be cool. I, I would love to see it. Like, I, I mean, squad. I've been played Squadrons. I heard it's, it's okay. It's, it's it, awesome. It is. Oh, I I, yeah. I heard from like people like hated it. Yeah, I heard that too. But I I come from the school of of uh, Star Wars Rogue Squadron one, two, and three. Uh, I, I'm talking about that 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 Rogue Leader, that Rebel Strike. The Republic Commandos, you know, those types. And they allow you to fly the ships to an insane degree. And I don't know, the first time I played Rogue uh, Squadrons, like, it, it takes me back to those days, you know? It, it's, it's, it's not nearly as good as the ones I'm talking about, but it's serviceable. It's very serviceable. It takes you back, you know? Yeah. 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 And yeah. Um, could you give us a little – because I never played the Rogue Squadron games. Maybe that can maybe tie into what they're going to do. Andres, what what happened in the Rogue Squadron games? Like, when did this take place? Rogue Squadron basically takes place during the original trilogy, but it's it's all about missions that you don't see in the original trilogy. There are ex- minus the Bespin and Endor missions that you get to see. There are around, tw- I think, around thirty five different missions that you can choose from that you don't really see in the games. Like, for example, you have to go to to uh, you have to go to freaking uh ah what was this again? It was um. It was somewhere in Echo Base where you have to basically steal a shuttle to gain information from a general who has crucial information about a base somewhere else that you need that ties to the original trilogy. Or you know, uh, go you you get to go to you get to go to to Dantooine to speeder bikes, you know, to steal some a piece of information from an old rebel base that can help you defeat the new enemy, you know, it, stuff like that. That's basically what Rogue Squadron was about like undercover missions cool so hopefully it'll be something like that because it'd be cool if like uh they they had um wedge antilles in there it'd be cool if they had more rebel pilots like that because yeah because i don't know i mean i i haven't played squadrons but um i I gotta um i I gotta play for myself but maybe yeah because we don't really because like Oscar said earlier, it'd be really cool if we had like more scenes of like space battles because Rogue One, as much as I don't like it, it has one of the best space battles in all of Star Wars movies for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine a whole movie. I mean, it's not gonna be like every minute a space battle, but it's gonna 
have more than usual. So it'll be interesting. And I'm just, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm curious as to see where, where it is. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. Despite the fact that Patty Jenkins is directing it, I'm all on board for it. You don't like Patty Jenkins as a director? I mean, she's okay. I mean, the first Wonder Woman was great. I loved it. I loved it. But uh, I saw a bit of the second one. Uh, yeah, not that great. Yeah, I heard it's, it's okay. Like I heard it's, now she's, she's right on the center for me. Like I haven't seen any any other of her work, but she right now she's in the center. Okay. Yeah, I I've never seen either one. Of Wonder mm-hmm. Woman or, or the other one or 1984. I've seen 1984, but not Wonder Woman 1984. Gotcha. I, I love 1984. I hope this movie. I mean, I think it would be pretty cool. I think uh, when I think of this movie, I believe that there's a chance that it can be like the top gun of star wars yeah it could be i think it would be pretty cool you know have a just a group of of guys or or just like an actual squadron trying to like go up like rank up and and just to like and this would be a good movie for another character development slowly but surely um but something you can cheer for right like this specific squadron that's probably trying to gain experience and really be respected by their peers. And so I think that there would probably be a chance and it can be something very similar to Top Gun and probably be as successful as Top Gun was. Yeah, yeah let's have a Maverick in there. Yeah, I agree. Let's do it. So, um, yeah, we're uh, yeah, we've been talking for two hours straight. Um, so, yeah, it's been, yeah, time flew. So, yeah, so I don't know if, um, so yeah, I think that's it for all the shows and the the one movie. Um, so hopefully there's no more because you know we're gonna talk for four hours straight. Um, so so I don't know if you guys. So that's pretty much it. Um, I know John wants to do some KFC. Oh, I really yes, surprised. the second day you've all been waiting for. <laughs> Let's see what it is. Yeah, tell yes. well, tell no, all right. Let's I don't want to. I don't want to spoil the party, but I actually have to head out because I have like a, a meeting like in ten minutes. So sorry, I will. I'll, I'll have to. I'll have to watch it on the podcast. I'll have to rewatch it and watch what the KFC news was or the whatever. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I don't want to spoil it. But yeah, the news that Johnny Boy is going to tell us. So yes, the news about KFC. There you go. So I'll, I'll yes. watch it. But all right, Oscar. Like if you you got to do what you got to do, so go for it. Go for it. Get that meeting. Sounds good. Yeah, go for yes. it. Thanks, okay. Oscar. Yeah. From one Utah yeah. to another. Peace out, man. <laughs> take care. Uh, take care, man. Peace out. Stay safe. Peace out worldwide. Yeah, he's a bitch. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, what? What? But... <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, John, tell us what's going on, man. All right. So pretty much what it is is that KFC has come out with something a little bit crazy, especially for them being a, a chicken company. Typically, mm-hmm. they decided to launch themselves into the gaming atmosphere, and not just in the consoles. This might possibly be entering the PC master race kind of territory. What? Yes. So. Oh. For those of you out there that already know, I'm sure you might have seen some of the videos out there already about it, but for those of you that don't know, allow me to share with you the gem of the century. I'm going to share my screen right now. Introducing the KFC, the KF console. Power your hunger. So, so what does it does it does it shoot like turkey turkey wings straight at your face ready to go? Oh, no, no, no. This console right here 
Allow me to read for you the, the website, because this in itself is entertaining. The KF console has arrived, forged from the fires of the KFC ovens, and built by Cooler Master from the ground up. There's never been a tastier way to experience the latest titles in stunning 4K, 240 FPS. So it does shoot chicken wings on your face, man. Look at this. This, is, this compartment goes down, right? And there's a spring mechanism that shoots them right at you. Oh, no, no, no. It's something even better. Let's scroll down if you're still able to keep up with me. It has the world's first built-in chicken chamber. Never risk letting your chicken go cold again thanks to the patented chicken chamber. Utilizing the natural heat and airflow, you can now focus on your gameplay and enjoy hot, crispy chicken between rounds. Uh, all right, you know what? I, okay, uh, I'm on board so far. Keep going. Yeah, so, <laughs> so this is the whole gimmick behind this console, that it has a chicken chamber. That's it? That is the their main gimmick, yes. But the cool thing about this is, like, think about all the finger foods you can fit in here. Like, you can take a taquito in half and put it in there, for example. You can. Yes, you can. But wait, this is, like, a first warming chamber, believe it or not. It's not just for chicken. You can but, put, like, chicken wings, you know, chicken stuff. But yeah, but the, the potential I, I, is endless. Is KFC making its own games? No, but they are going to be making this system in particular, yes. And now let's go more into the details of the system. So it's built and designed by Cooler Master, which is a very prominent company for those of us that are more familiar with building PCs in different parts, components. Obviously, they're responsible for chassis, air cooling, all that kind of stuff. Time They've out. been a big player in the game for a while. Time out. Um, yeah. This is a video game console, right? Yes. It is a system. They're calling it the KF console, but what I think it might be is more like of a high-end gaming PC. Okay. Where it'll be able to run Windows and everything like that, and it'll be able to take advantage of the Steam storefront and the Epic Games storefront and all those different kind of things. All like chicken warm. Yeah. And so while you're gaming on Cyberpunk 2077, when it decides to work and not have those levitating chopsticks, you can warm your chicken while you play Cyberpunk. It's that's, so that's practical. A that's a teaser. We'll be doing a Cyberpunk 2077 episode soon. Yes, we will. But, yeah. that. but here's like the aerodynamics of the system. So what happens is, is that at the bottom, obviously you're going to have the fan and you're going to have like probably a fan on top. Intake is probably going to have to be like somewhere from the sides and the bottom where it's obviously going to be a little bit more levitated or something like that. This is kind of like the aerodynamics of it. So obviously you'll have some components down here. And of course, in there, your chicken warmer, your chicken chamber. I can't get over that. <laughs> yes. This is like the best, so, thing, one of the best things that come out of 2020. Yeah. That's saying a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is definitely going to be a treat possibly that we will see maybe in 2021 or in 2022. I do hope this isn't just a meme. I really hope this is real because I would, if I have the money, I would 100% buy this console and just do a review on it. 100%. Let's do a podcast review on this once we get yes. it. <laughs> yes, that would be very big. So now let's go down a little further. Here is right here our processor. 
housed in a custom in a custom Cooler Master NC100 chassis, which is pretty much like one of their smaller, like mini ATX form chassis. Because obviously, it's going to be like a bucket size kind of thing, like maybe about like that big kind of. Makes thing. sense. It's a bucket. So, it's going to be obviously a smaller form console or smaller form system, if you will. And what they're going to have at the heart of the system is an Intel Nook 9 Extreme Compute Element, keeping space down and driving performance that mere mortals could only dream of. You know, I'm, I'm so happy that they're not doing the Intel Nook 8. They're doing the Intel Nook 9. Because yeah. the difference between the, the actually what would be an i8 and an i9, that's the main difference here, mm. that it takes advantage of... Uh, of an i9 instead of the i8. It's a little bit faster, a little bit better of a processor. So it's going to cost a little bit more money as a result of that. Yeah. Which we can get into price speculation once I reach the bottom of the page. But this is shot. Yep. This is going to be the GPU, which I don't know what which one they're going to do in particular, but it's definitely going to be possibly NVIDIA. From I got to read this. Discover mm-hmm. discover a level of gameplay you didn't know possible with a, Asus? Asus? Yeah, Asus. Asus? Yeah, Asus. I'm going to call Asus. it Asus. Yeah, with Asus power graphics that run battery smooth, keep tearing in frame, drop a thing of the past. With first of its kind hot swappable GPU slot, the KFC console will stay the most powerful. What? Will stay the most powerful console for generations to come. This sounds meme worthy. It really does. Like, but they're 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 dedicated to it, which which is why I'm taking it kind of seriously here. Yeah, yeah, like me too. That's what I first thought when I heard about it. I'm like, this has to be a meme, right? But no, it looks pretty legit. Keep going. I'm I'm curious to see yes. it down. Uh, so, oh, so here, this space. Yep, this is where it gets a little interesting. Unleash the power of PCIe NVMe speeds that are six times faster. Boot games up in seconds and instantly access data while loading games. We've taken your data to the next level of performance, reliability, and efficiency with two Seagate Barracuda one terabyte SSDs. Dude. So that means you're getting two terabytes right there of storage, number one. Yeah. And two SSDs. So that means you'll have plenty of space to run any kind of booting software, especially if this does end up being kind of a gaming PC, which is where I speculate it's going to be more towards Mm. with the power it's going to produce, that it'll boot up Windows and all that kind of stuff. So it's definitely interesting. It's going to make modding a lot more fun too, if they allow it, that is. Oh, 100%. I definitely think it's going to have an upgrade path, which would be pretty great if it does allow for is there going to be like um, in-game purchases like Battlefront 2 2017? Oh my God! If they do microtransactions again, I swear to God, dude. I I don't think they're going to release their own games. I just think they're making the system for now. They might get ambitious and make a KFC game. Who knows? So like, okay, so I could play like, uh, I don't know, Grand Theft Auto on this, like on yes. KFC. Grand Theft. You Theft could Theft. run Grand Theft Auto buttery smooth, probably. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not even lying. You know what? With I it was, so far, it looks good. Because what I thought it was, I thought it was just, it was like Soldier Boy with his game console. I thought he was just making his own console and his own games. But, oh, okay, it might be a contender against um, Xbox and, and, and PlayStation and uh, Soldier Boy. 
Yeah, the Soldier Boy. Yeah, I I think this is gonna sell a little bit more copies than the Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy. And it won't be like a. I, it won't, he won't I get into like fight that legal trouble. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. All right. Let's. Uh, yeah. Let's. Let's keep going because we should wrap this up soon. Yeah. We yeah. Should. Don't worry. It's it's towards the bottom already. So the thing with this system is is that it's VR ready. It has ray tracing, 240 FPS with up to 240 hertz output, mm. and it has 4K TV gaming. Finger licking good, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah finger licking good 4K quality. Unsupported devices. ET. True. You bitch. Yep. <laughs> so these are the companies behind it at the moment. That is going to be KFC Gaming. C Gaming. Yes. Is something I would I I don't think I've ever seen before in my life, and I don't I, think I've I don't think I, I don't think my kids would ever see that ever. And I would have never guessed this, man. KFC gaming is a thing. Oh man, oh man, yeah. So yeah. that's it. When does it come out? Or sorry, how much? I don't know. So far, they've only announced it that this is something that they're working on. I'm suspecting that this might come out possibly 2021 to 2023 okay. because I'm going to give it a few years. Maybe it'll come out next year. Who knows? And they'll just be like, oh, yeah, here's the KF console. Enjoy. Out of nowhere, you know. Console. <laughs> that, that's smart because KFC console. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it KF is. Console or whatever it's going to be. I don't know. It's um, clever, though. It is. I. I might buy it. <laughs> I might yeah, shut up and take my money. Like it's, uh, yeah. I I don't know. I yeah. I'm I'm lazy. I don't. I, I yeah. Like, I want to put some pizza rolls in while like I'm playing like. Yeah, you know, put pizza rolls in there. Yeah. Put some pizza rolls in there. You know, put a put a happy chicken breast in there. Take it out, eat it while Cyberpunk continues to buffer. I mean, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. 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 Yeah, um, yeah it's, it's a little depressing yeah. that it is what it is. Yeah, um, yeah. I think we got right. up, guys. This is a long podcast. This is probably our longest Ooh. we've done. Oh yeah, God. yeah for sure. Yeah, two and a half hours. This is definitely going to be one heck of an episode. Yeah, with only like yeah. three clicks. I'm just kidding. But uh, with everybody, uh, I want to thank everybody for doing this episode. Uh, be sure to um, like us and subscribe to us on on. Um, Everywhere you can find us. Um, yeah, so thanks, guys, for listening. Uh, do you guys have anything else you want to end off the podcast with? Ahsoka's legal. <laughs> All right, you got to go talk to Oscar, the psychologist. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to let you know. It's all okay. It's all good. It's okay. The Rule 34 is not forgiven. No. Yeah, no. Good. Rule no, 34. no. No. Okay, we're ending this. Nope. No Rule 34. Nope. <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah, <laughs> 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 <laughs>